This is Cami. And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 60. Is anybody listening out there? Hello? Do you hear me now? Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. So today on Communities That Convert, we're going to be talking about how you can get your community to spread the word. And I know that all of us spend lots of time on content. Both Madeline and I do that as well. And we wonder, is anybody actually ever listening to our content? Isn't that right? Oh, absolutely. You know, like, we definitely want to put the interest of our community first before our own, right? Like when we're writing copy, think about your community, scratch their itch, versus just announcing your topic or content title. You know, Kimmy, people just push out content without thinking. And you don't want to do that. Absolutely. I agree completely. And so I think it's really important to understand that and also to understand that you're going to have to create that valuable content. And then, you know, at the end of it, if somebody comes back to you and says something, by all means, you know, make sure that you acknowledge them, that they um, came back to you, like say thank you, or if they leave a, a comment, But also, if you have a happy customer or somebody who really loves your content, then make sure that you ask them for a testimonial. I think so many times we fail to do this, I don't know, out of a sense of fear or pride or I don't know, but we need to ask people for testimonials. And in episode 48, we actually did an entire episode about how to get testimonials. So we aren't going to go in depth on that here. But we'd recommend that if you don't really understand how to get testimonials from your audience or from your people that, that are in your community, that you listen to episode 48 and really dive into that because that's one thing that I know you do really well for sure. Oh, totally, Kami. My gosh, I always, always ask for testimonials. I just want everybody to know, don't be afraid to ask. People will say yes. You know, Kami, I've never had someone say no to me. Like who would say no when someone has already said something nice about you or they, they're already enjoying your, your content? They love to do this because it's a way to give back, right? So they're consuming your content and it's like, yeah, sure, I'd be happy to do a testimonial, but also be looking for when people do say nice things. I get tweets all the time from people saying something nice about my online programs, my free programs, my podcast. What I do is I reply back and I said, I say, thank you so much. Can I use this as a testimonial? And they always say yes to that. That is a really simple one. And I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. And so... Also, what we want to think about is featuring your community in your content. I do this a lot. And one of the most popular episodes we did here on the Communities That Convert podcast 
was episode number three, where it was all about video reply day. And if you're not familiar with video reply day, it's a hashtag I started last year back in 2017. And I did it as a way to bring my community together to start getting in the habit of replying to tweets with a, a video because we don't think about doing that on Twitter. It's so easy to go on Snapchat and Instagram and do videos, but you can do videos on Twitter as well. So think about, you know, this. The next time you're replying to tweets, make a little video on your phone, you know, like Cami, if you had tweeted me and said, oh, Madeline, I had so much fun recording communities that convert with you. I get the notification. You know, I'm looking at my notifications. I see that from Cami. When I hit reply and say, oh, thank you, I can also make a little video and people love it. It's unexpected. So I think this is a great way to feature your community and your content. You know, we talked about video reply day in that episode, episode number three, and the community really got behind that episode and were excited about it. They were sharing it and it all revolves around a hashtag. You know, I came up with a hashtag video reply day. So you can do a lot with that to bring your community get together and to feature them and have them help spread the word. Totally loved that. And, and that really was the reason why that was so successful is because the community itself takes it up and spreads it like it's their own because it's about them. Also, always having a call to action in your content, because if you don't ask people to do things, they won't do them. So having that call to action really does take people to the next level. So you want to have that call to action that asks people to take some kind of action, ask a question in your content, join a group or ask them to join a group or ask them to download a resource you have. If you're putting them into a funnel, for example, a free resource that gets them into your email list, uh, those kinds of things will get them to take actions. And that also will ultimately make them a, a more connected person in your, in your community. And you can ask them to do things that you wouldn't think of being, you know, you would think that they wouldn't do them. It's amazing what people will do if you just ask. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to yes, say. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so true. It is just doing the ask. It is very powerful. And, you know, when we are posting content on social media, do a test, do a post that's just more of a comment, a commentary or something. And then do one where in addition to what you're saying at the end, ask a question. And it's amazing that when you ask a, like some kind of open-ended question, the response you'll get, because I'll do a post and I'm just like, okay, this week on the Twitter Smarter Chat, our guest is so-and-so. And it's like, okay, why am I not getting much response to that? Well, I'm not really asking people to, you know, I'm saying, hey, we're doing this, but I would love to see, you know, more, more chatter going on. So why don't I ask them to do something and, and let's connect. So, I mean, I'm inviting them to the chat and they are coming to the chat, but also if I ask a question at the same time, then they'll be more likely to comment that in that post. And I'm just kind of thinking of like Facebook, for example, mm -hmm. when you post yeah. something on Facebook, you know, trying to tie a question in could do a lot. Absolutely. And I have to say, you know, back in the olden days when it was only blogging, um, that's one of the things we used to talk about is why people don't leave comments on your blog posts. And Often it's because you've done this definitive blog post and it leaves really no space for any more commentary. So we talked about doing unfinished posts where we would do most of the posts, but just open it up for conversation. And I think in social media today, you, that's a really great thing to do. So sharing, asking people to share, especially like when you're out on live video and stuff like that, ask people to share with their friends and to come in and join into the party and people will. And if you don't ask them to, they actually won't. 
So that's the funny part. You ask them to do it, they will. Another thing that I think is really cool, especially if you have an online program or some kind of program where you sell something, is to create an affiliate program for super fans of your product. That's really going beyond the influencer idea, more to your customer fan base. And we know lots of companies that have used this with pretty great success. One that I know that's great is ConvertKit, for example. They'll give 30% to their super fans if they you know, get other people to join ConvertKit. And that's 30% every month ongoing. It's really great income as well. A lot of these big super names in social media, they make most of their money through affiliates. Isn't that true? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people do. Pat Flynn, who's very well known, he creates a lot of income from affiliate marketing. He's like the master of it. He actually has free training that he's been doing right now. And then he also has a paid course. But there we should is we so, should throw in a link or something. We'll we'll find a yeah, link. Yeah, we'll to put that a, we'll put a link we'll put a link in the show notes. But affiliate programs are amazing. Like that, they're so great for your super fans, but also you know for yourself as well for bringing in income. So I'm I'm a big fan of that. Also, you know, before we were talking a little bit about you know like when I was using my example of Facebook and getting people to you know connect with you on there. One of the things that I do every week. I have my Twitter chats, both Social ROI and Twitter Smarter. I do an after chat on Facebook. And one of the things that I will do to get people to connect with me on there and have more dialogue and to help share what we're doing is just asking them like, hey, you know, if you're here, let us know where you're at and getting them to comment and then saying, hey, can you click on the share button right below us if you're enjoying this, if you're finding this helpful? Click that share button. It's a great way to help spread the word. And when you're doing this, you'll get an awesome snowball effect because if I'm doing a Facebook Live right now and we've got you know 20 people watching and I say, hey, if you're enjoying this, will you please hit the share button, share this out to your community? Let's just say five people do that. Those five people do it. And then each one of those five people, their community will see it. And then they might like it and they might share because they're listening to the content. And they hear the part where I say, hey, if you're enjoying this, please hit the share button and you can get this amazing snowball effect. And this is one of the ways you get content to go viral. I mean, if you want something to go viral, you've got to get people to share it and you've got to get them to do that snowball effect. So uh, the more shares you get, the better. That's always yeah. a good thing. And I really am all about the shareable experiences. One of the things that we've done um, in our business, because we work with influencers and other people, is that we make shareable live events. So we call them social media blitz events, where everybody comes together in real life and starts to share on a hashtag and then their audiences see it. So if you have like 15 pretty high influence bloggers together in one place sharing a hashtag, they're bringing their communities in. It can bring in millions and millions of comments and and so on. So I really love working with live events as well. Social media breakfast is a little bit like that. We also put together a conference every year for a while with, at SeaWorld called AdventureCon that brought in like all these influencers to learn about social media and how to do better in their um, brands. And in addition, it also had a great effect for the brand. I think there's a lot of things that you can do there too in both real life and online. So it's not just one way, right? Absolutely. And Literally minutes before we started recording this episode, we were on Instagram and Cami, you started an Instagram live, which was awesome. And I said, Hey, I'll hop on. 
And what's great about that is that you're on Instagram Live. It lets your community know. I hopped on, you know, I did the request, you accepted. So now we're both on together. And what did it do? It went and notified my community. So we basically had double of the effort here, right? So it brought in more people, which just makes this thing grow. So it was really fun. I like how before we start recording, we like to hop on Instagram for a moment, make a few stories, and then maybe even do a live. So Kimmy, that was a lot of fun. It was fun seeing a lot of familiar faces of people I knew. And we even want to take a moment and talk about that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we asked them while we were on there, just sort of of a fluke. We said, hey, we're doing this um, episode today, getting your community to spread the word. We said, what are your tips for getting a community to spread the word? What do you think works? And a couple of them jumped in with some great tips. And so we're going to share with you those tips. Yeah. So Stacey DiPaolo, uh, I know her very well through my communities, through my Twitter Smarter chat. She's one of my regulars. And I've gotten to meet her at conferences. And she's just an amazing gal. She works at GoDaddy in San Francisco, by the way. So she said when, when asked, here's what she said on Instagram. She said, ask nicely and share a reason why you're asking to spread the word, i.e. launches, mentions, asking for community input, fundraising, etc. And she had one more too, I think, didn't she? Yeah. She also said, okay, this was really awesome. She said, yeah, Madeline makes me feel like I'm part of Twitter smarter. So I feel I'm sharing part of my world, not just yours. I love that. That is so cool. It really shows you the power of how a community member feels. Right. And how important it is that you realize that the community isn't something that you own. It's something that is owned by the entire group. You know what I mean? If you think of it like that, I mean, I think that's why, for example, social media breakfast is so successful is because people that are coming there feel like it's something that belongs to them too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you can do that, that's great. We also had a really great comment from Simon Zaku. And I hope I'm saying the last name right. But um, Simon says... Simon says, Simon says, (laughs) he goes, the strategy I use is I always mention influencers in my content. Then I reach out to them, telling them about the mention. Most times they tweet it, exposing my content to thousands. So that's kind of a cool idea. Super smart. It's super smart. You know, Chris Strubb is so good at that. And I don't, I don't know if you knew about this, Cammie. Earlier this year, he did something really cool. So Brand24 put out, and, and I got access to it at Social Media Marketing World. A lot of reports come out right around the time of that conference, by the way, to capital, which is smart. They're capitalizing on the community there, right? Yet again, so Brand- another way to get it out is like to absolutely, re- re- you know, release your content lots in a of newsworthy influencers. way. That's right. Yeah, to lots of influencers. So Brand24 did this like top 100 social media marketers and influencers. And they actually gave me a hard copy of it. And I was pretty high in there. I was really amazed. It was awesome. So what Chris Strubb did after the conference, he had this list. He went and did a tweet to every single person on there, tagged them and was trying to get them to like share, like, what are your best tips? What are your best social media tips you could share with me? And it was brilliant. And he said he got like, maybe it was like three quarters or two thirds, like most people responded back. These are major influencers. So this was so great for him. It got him exposure to so many people through that. Yeah, Chris Strubb is awesome. And also this morning, um, I was talking to Mila Buckley at, at the Social Media Breakfast. We were interviewing her there. And she's the hangry woman 
on Instagram really, really has grown her account from like, I think 2000 to I don't know, she's like at 50,000 in nine months or so on Instagram. Really, really great. She's done with her community. In fact, we should interview her here on uh, on Communities That Confer. Uh, that would be awesome. But anyway, we asked her the same question. And, you know, her her really point was, is that whenever she puts out content, she actually tags brands, you know, when she talks about them. And I know you do that too. And I've done that as well. If you're talking about a brand or you have like, say, you're, you're a Converse shoes on, you should tag those brands so they can see how their product is being displayed because they love user-generated content. And then maybe they may choose to use your content and, you know, post it on their site, on their sites or their profiles, and you'll get exposure to even more people through that. So I love that idea, the tagging, as long as it's not spammy or gratuitous, I think you have to be really thoughtful with the way you do that. Like Chris Strub was really trying to create value for others in what he was doing, give me your best tips. But then he used that to share that out to his audience. And then it just was a virtuous cycle. I think, or we call it a virtuous circle. It was was a great idea. So yeah, you're right. You don't want to be spammy about it. But I always tell everyone, if you are talking about someone, tag them because Mm -hmm. they're not going to know if you don't tag them. So I think it's always smart doing that is, and you're right, it's a great way for that company to get user-generated content because many times they'll turn around and retweet it or do some kind of share however they received it. And, you know, these days with Instagram stories, if you tag someone, tag a brand, they'll get notified and there'll be a little line in there that you tap on to turn around and reshare it on yours. And I'm a big fan of of the user generated content. And one of the things I do, Cammie, when I'm listening to the podcast, the ones I really am enjoying and I think others would like, I do a screenshot and I go and I share it on Instagram and I'll tag the person who is doing the podcast. And if they're interviewing someone, I'll tag them too. And a lot of these big influencers will take that and turn around and share it. I've had Lewis Howells take one of mine and share it. And I'm not doing it in hopes that they do that. That's just like the added benefit. I truly want to share this with my community and say, hey, here's a podcast episode I'm listening to right now. It's really good. You might like it. Amy Porterfield has shared one of mine. Jenna Kutcher, like a lot of big names because they see the power of this. They see the power of having their community talk about them. Yeah. And also to find new listeners and find new people to see their content, because even though they're big influencers, the way they got there is by continually finding new ways to connect with more people. So um, definitely, that's what we got for you guys here today. We're so glad that you joined us. Um, we do have a call to action as we always do, right, Madeline? Always, always. You and I are big believers in that. We love action takers. So uh, the call to action for this episode is to create one idea to get your community to spread the word. And if you get stuck, that's okay. Come over to our Facebook community and come over there and get some ideas or run your ideas by us. We're always listening, right, Cammie? We're always, our ears are on in that group. On, on. Yes, we are. And we'd like to have a lot more, um, you know, interaction there. So we, we would love for you to come and talk about this idea. We love that. Yeah. And so uh, for those of you that are not part of the group yet, it's okay. There's still time for you to come uh, be a member. <laughs> All you got to do is go over to facebook.com slash groups slash communities that converts pretty easy. And we have a link to it in the show notes. But if you're just driving along or jogging or something cool like that, and you've got us in your ears, thank you. We love that. 
Just remember to go back over to Facebook. You can just type in communities that convert and come in there. And there is a secret word we're going to ask you for. There Kimmy. is. Kimmy, what is that secret uh, word? Should I really tell you? I don't know. I mean, it might be hard kind of for a you secret. to remember. It is a secret. Okay. I'll tell them. Okay. Okay. Listen. Action. Action. So action. you just got to put in the word action. Yeah. That's the secret password that gets you in to the group. And you'll love it because it is a great group of people, like-minded people, and uh, we know you'll really enjoy it. So thank you for listening. What a, a great episode, Kimmy. I can't believe we're up to episode 60. This is awesome. We have such a great community of listeners. Really enjoy doing this. Oh, and by the way, action is also the secret password to a success in life. See all of you action takers next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline, and I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode, and we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar, that's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R, and also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from The Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's sweet spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cami through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Thank you.